This is Shannon Ray Davis, and you are listening to Omega Man Radio. Welcome to my world, the world Two of the Omega minutes Man. Until Join us here for the nightly marathon, broadcasting Monday through Friday. You can find us here on YouTube, and we encourage you to report for duty. Get trained up. War of the Saints is coming. You want to be an overcomer and endure till the end. We will teach you how. We cast out devils. We command healing to the sick in Jesus' name. And we preach the full gospel of Jesus Christ to win souls for Jesus. I want to encourage you right now to subscribe right here on YouTube to this channel. Smash the like button and share a link to our live chat room to everyone you know right there on Facebook. Get them to come on out and tune in and join in the fight against the host of hell. If you'd like to support this work financially, we have a PayPal button on our website. We have GoFundMe, Zelly, even Take Bitcoin. And we thank you in One advance for partnering until with showtime. us. Our website is OmegaManRadio.com. One more thing before we start tonight's show. To the demons tuning in. We're coming for you, demon. No demon is safe. Welcome aboard. This is a live program, October 31st, 2023, here on a night that many in the world are celebrating Satan, whether they know it or not, taking kids out to get tricked or treated. And uh, while the world is doing that, we're here tonight to send some demons to hell, right to the pit, to celebrate this day. Nothing like sending a demon to hell uh, to make a Halloween. What do you think, Brother Bill, Sister Valerie? Absolutely. This is the best day to send them to the pit. That's right. Um, yeah. Send them to the pit. Send them to the pit, the pit of hell. Now, That's folks, where they belong. Absolutely. Why keep them in circulation? It's time to begin to bind those demons, arrest them, and send them to the jail of hell. In Jesus' name. Well, Amen. we're excited to be here with you. We've got Pastor Bill and Valerie French of Luke 418 Radio. They've got a 24-hour channel. If you haven't gotten the app yet, do it. It's pretty awesome. And uh, I was listening to some of your music the other day, and I thought, man, that's broadcast quality. Really great job you did. And, um, of course, Brother Bill and Sister Valerie have been on the front lines for Jesus for many years. It's an honor to have them here. They're our friends, and uh, we'll get started. I think what we do is uh, y'all bring any word you like tonight. When you're done, uh, we'll open up some phone lines. What do you say? Absolutely. Sounds good. You know, um, what's really interesting is that, um, you know, I feel that we are the the voice in the wilderness, and we're the voice in the wilderness to the body of Christ, and Christ— 
Sega Return is coming fast. There's no more time to play church and to think that we can live a lukewarm Christian life. God calls us to holiness and righteousness. It's not an option. It's a command. And if we expect to be able to get to heaven with Jesus, then we have to make some changes. And one of them is celebrating on this satanic, bloody, unholy day that is conjuring up power cones of evil from hell, from from the universe, to steal, kill, and destroy. And the body of Christ needs to know this. Instead of just thinking that, oh, you know, it's okay, you know, we're just, we're not doing anything really drastic. We're not murdering somebody. We're not, you know, hurting somebody. We're just going to get some of those, you know, cursed candies and eat them so demons can uh, come into our bodies and start causing havoc. Maybe it doesn't cause havoc right away, but as you get older, it will because those demons have plenty of time to steal, kill, and destroy, and they love to cause a slow death on individuals. The more suffering, the more they get excited. So the thing is, we need to, as Christians, understand the spiritual realm. We serve a spiritual God, a spiritual kingdom, and we fight against a spiritual kingdom, and we fight against Lucifer and Satan. And his kingdom and his demons and principalities and fallen angels. And, and so when you come into the kingdom of God, it's you're to learn how to fight, how to stay free. Because that's one thing in Galatians chapter 5, 1 says that we're to stand fast in the liberty that Christ has set us free. Do not be entangled again into the yoke of bondage. So, so the... We have to learn how to fight. We have to learn to take this seriously that there's demons out there and they're there to steal, kill, and destroy your life. And they're, they're not going to tell you they're there, but you can know by certain symptoms that are happening in your life. And if you don't know those symptoms, you just think, well, I just, this is just the normal stuff that I go through every day. You know, I just have to put up with it. But, you know, tonight... I pray that you have ears to hear and eyes to see that you can hear what the Spirit of God is saying to you to be alert and be sober-minded. It's so important we understand this, especially in these days, that we need to be alert and sober-minded because Satan and his demons and fallen angels, they are devils that are prowling around like a lion looking to you to devour. And the Word of God says that we need to resist him, but most Christians today don't know how to resist him. They don't even think that there is uh, demons and devils and that are stalking them or their children or their future generations. But the Word of God is very clear to resist, to stand fast. Stand fast is a military term to cast down, to fight, to lift up your sword, to lift up your shield of faith, and go into battle, spiritual battle, against these demons that are trying to bring death upon you through temptation of sin in your life. And if you find yourself in a position of 
sinning every single day, you are breeding death because the wage of sin is death. The more you breed it, the more you separate yourself from the relationship of Jesus Christ. And the more deeper you dig yourself into this pit of hell by sinning, you lose your life. And so we need to stand up and be accounted for Christ Jesus. Because we need to stand and resist the devil by faith. We've got to understand that the body of Christ throughout the world is facing the same temptations and sufferings that you're going through. We need to come together as one. And we need to fight the unseen demonic realm to set our loved ones free. We need to fight to set our loved ones free. Are you standing up to be accounted? Or are you just going with the flow? Well, people are going with the flow, and you're not going to like where you end up, where that flow goes. There's only one way to go, and that's up. To walk in the straight, narrow road to follow Christ. To do what Jesus did. To walk as Jesus did. Pastor Valerie. Yes, praise God. Tonight we will consider whether or not Christians should celebrate Halloween. Many Christians through the centuries have wondered and pondered about this question. Especially as October 31st draws near and as it is here today, reflecting on whether the traditions and history of Halloween align with their faith and teachings of the Bible. So we'll delve into the origins of Halloween and examine its customs and consider what the Bible advises regarding our participation in these celebrations. The history of Halloween originated from the ancient Celtic festival of Samhain. The festival marked the end of the harvest season and the beginning of winter. The Celts believed that on the night before their new year, which began on November 1st, the boundary between the living and the dead became blurred. The veil became very thin between the demonic and our realm that we are in here. On the night of October 31st, they celebrated Sawim, when they believed that the ghosts of the dead returned to the earth, causing trouble and havoc, damaging crops. During this event, the Druids, the Celtic priests, built huge sacred bonfires where people gathered to burn crops and animals as they sacrificed to these Celtic deities. During the celebration, the Celts donned costumes, typically consisting of animal heads and skins, and they attempted to ward off the evil spirits and tell each other's fortunes. 
Is Halloween a Christian holiday? Halloween is not a Christian holiday. When the Romans conquered the Celtic lands, the festival of Samhain was blended with their Roman traditions. This mix led to customs resembling modern Halloween practices that we have today. As Christianity spread, many of the pagan festivals were replaced with Christian holidays and celebrations. And they coincided with the same dates of their seasons as original festivals. Unfortunately, the pagan won out. And although maybe started to be a Christian intermingling with the pagan, the pagan became more widespread. In the 8th century, Pope Gregory III of the Catholic Church designated November 1st as All Saints Day, a time to honor all saints. The evening before was known as All Hallows' Eve, which eventually evolved into Halloween. Despite this connection, the traditions and customs of Halloween, largely influenced by pagan festivals of Samhain and Roman festivals, But what does the Bible say about celebrating Halloween? The Bible does not directly mention Halloween, but it offers a clear guidance on how Christians should approach these practices and celebrations with pagans and their origins. These promote darkness and fear. 1 Thessalonians 5.22 advises believers to abstain from every form of evil. When you see Halloween's roots, a festival celebrating blurred lines between the living and the dead, engaging in Halloween festivals are certainly participating in something that is completely contrary to Christian teachings. In Ephesians 5.11, takes a strong stance encouraging Christians to have nothing to do with the fruitful deeds of darkness, but rather expose them. Halloween's association with ghosts and witches and the occult, elements of darkness that the Bible clearly warns against. Participating in celebrations that involve these themes could be condoning them rather than exposing and rejecting them. Certainly it would be condoning the darkness. But the Lord tells us to expose the darkness and cast it out. 1 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 21 says that Christians cannot have their foot in both worlds. You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of demons too. You cannot have and take part in both the Lord's table and the table of demons. This is very explicit. It leaves no room for confusion. When we take communion, it is holy and sanctified before the Lord. It is a wonderful remembrance and depiction spiritually of taking the Lord's body and his blood that we as Christians are the bride of Christ. We are spiritually united with Christ in the Lord's table. And then 
celebrating Halloween would be taking the devil's table at the same time. This cannot be done. You're certainly following a two-fence, two-face ideology. And this is not compatible with Christianity. On the one hand, celebrating the Lord's table, and on the other hand, walking with demons. And even more than that, Halloween opens up demonic doors for demonization. Yes, even if you're a Christian, you can be vulnerable when you are partaking of this evil holiday to open yourself up to demonization. And Romans 12.2 supports the call for Christians to live distinctly from the world. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what is God's will, his perfect and pleasing will. Halloween certainly doesn't do that. It conforms to the world and the patterns of the world. Halloween has been so adapted in the entire world this night because of its lure of party, drinking, carousing, fellowshipping with the darkness, because there is innate nature in man, our fallen nature, our flesh as we call it, many times in the Christian circles, to gravitate, to want to be curious about darkness, to want to feel the adrenaline rush of going to a demonic Halloween party and the excitement and lure that it brings of opening up dark doors. This should be cut off as a Christian. We should not placate our flesh because it will open up doors to the demonic and you will be very unhappy what you bring home rather than candy. And in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 17, it urges believers to come out from them and be separate, says the Lord. Touch no unclean thing, and I will receive you. The Lord clearly tells believers to come out and be separate and not take part in this evil, evil celebration. Pastor? Praise the Lord. Well, you heard it. God says to stay away from anything that's evil. True believers stay away from what's evil. We don't test God, tell him, well, you know, I just don't believe what you're saying because I just have too much fun with evil. We must be obedient to what God says to do. And when we do, we have eternal life. When we don't, we have hell. You know, demons are at work constantly to try to deceive you, and they do a really good job at it. They come to affect your emotions. Our emotions are being triggered many different times a day because, see, demons want to dominate you. They want to dominate your emotions, your life. They do not want you to walk in holiness or righteousness. 
They do not want you to obey the command of what Jesus says, you know, do you love me? Then obey my rules of the kingdom. And the way how we obey the rules of the kingdom of God is for us to submit ourselves to what he tells us to do. So I want to share with you. So you can have some insight, so you can have some knowledge how demons come to dominate our emotions. And so if our emotions are being triggered by demonic, that means that we are on a fine line to crossing over to allow sin to take control of our heart and our body. And this is why the Word of God tells us to be alert and be sober. Be alert, be sober. 1 Peter 5, 8 and 9. Be alert, be sober-minded. The demons are watching you. They're looking for any way to get in to destroy you, to destroy your family, to destroy your future generations. And so there's this spiritual battle that God's commanded us to fight. In Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10, it says, Be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. And so we're to be strong in the Lord, meaning that we're to be obedient to the word of God, where it tells you to do this, this, and this. Put away cursing. Stop lying. Stop drinking. Stop doing these outwardly sins. Where to stop it? By the power of God. But if we don't do it, then we're playing. With the demonic demons. We are to resist them as the word of God says. Resist. Stand firm. In the faith. You see the faith. That God has given you. Releases. The power of God. And the more you operate in faith. faith, And the more you start releasing it. And the more you start speaking it. You become. Knowledgeable. You start having an understanding that, hey, this thing, this works. As we speak God's power, we speak it by faith, believing that it works, and it works. If we don't believe it doesn't work, it don't work. And so it's all about your faith, that Satan has come to steal, kill, and destroy your faith. And if he can take your faith away, and that you embrace fear, doubt, unbelief, Worry, anxiety on a daily basis, he's got you. He has you. And so then you're violating the scriptures. You see, Satan comes, the demons come to deceive you, to trick you, to attack you. So you violate God's spiritual law. Jesus says, if you love me, then you obey my commands, the rules of the kingdom. And so when we are embraced 
and embracing fear, doubt, and unbelief, or maybe we're embracing anger, rage, and murder, we are not fulfilling the command of the Lord in Romans 14.23. And in Romans 14.23, it says, anything that's not of faith is sin. And so, if we're not living by faith, where Hebrews chapter 10, verse 38 commands us to live by faith 24-7, 365 days a year. And so, if we're embracing fear, if we're embracing doubt, if we're embracing unbelief, then there's no faith and then you're sinning. So you thought it was all these outward sins that, you know, you're saying, because you got that wrapped up. You're not doing that now, but it's all the inward. You see, he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He comes inwardly to trick us, to deceive us, thinking that we're okay, but we're not okay because we're violating the scriptures of God. We're violating God's spiritual law. And when you violate God's spiritual law, it gives a opening for the devil to come in to steal, kill, and destroy you, your spouse, your children, and all future generations. And so we must know this. We must have this understanding. If we don't, we're just being slaughtered lambs every day because we lack the knowledge. Wow. And so here, these demons that are in the spiritual realm, that are in brothers and sisters in Christ, that are in your loved ones, that are in your spouse, and they constantly are offending you to the point so you have a reaction of bitterness and resentment. And so when that door's open, when you have this bitterness towards your sister, your brother, your aunt, your uncle, your mother, your father, and it turns into a resentment towards them, the demons, they continually feed that every day. Why? Because you're allowing sickness to be birthed in your body. Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy, and I'm just giving you a million-dollar answer to a question. How do demons come to steal, kill, and destroy? It's through your emotions because you're not standing fast in faith. You're not living by faith. You're, you're living by fear, fear of tomorrow, fear of your children, fear of your future, fear of your health. You're not living by faith. Faith releases God's power. And when you start living by faith, you're now living in the kingdom of God. But if you're living by fear, doubt, worry, unbelief, or anger, rage, and murder, you're not living in the kingdom of God. You're living in the kingdom of Satan. And you're reaping what you're sowing. Sickness, disease. Loneliness, rejection, bitterness, resentment. See, the demons are constantly, once they open that door, or you open the door and they walk in, they must keep the door open all the time. So that means that 
your loved ones, your friends, somebody's going to offend you every day. Somebody's just going to irritate you where you become bitter towards them. Maybe it's something you can't change and you become very bitter, become bitter at God. How come you made me look like this? And so the demons every day have to keep pushing that soul wound in your soul to harvest bitterness, resentment. And the goal is this. Now listen, the goal is this. The goal is to birth a bitter root in your heart. To birth a bitter root in your heart. And so these demons are always going to push that soul scar every single day. Irritation from those that are hurting you, rejecting you, offending you. And so that bitter root becomes stronger, bigger, more darker. Why is that demon doing that? Because bitterness and resentment bring sickness and disease. But there's another thing that it does. You see, God calls us to walk in holiness and righteousness. He never has called us to walk in sin. He's never called us to live in sin. Sin is a thing of the past. When you've been baptized, all your sin has been forgiven. And you're to walk in that newness. You're to walk in that holiness. You're to walk in that life that God has given you because you've been freed from the sin. Many Christians haven't been taught this. All they've been taught is that you say the prayer, you have eternal life, and I got this uh, this fire card. Anytime the devil comes up and says you're going you're going to hell, no, I got the you know I got this fire insurance card. Well, no, it doesn't work like that. But you see, the Bible says you have to work out your salvation. That means you got to stand up and fight to resist the devil. No, I'm not going to sin. I know you're tempting me to do this. I'm not going to do it, body. You're not going to do this. I say no to this. We're not going to do this. You see, you have to learn to speak out the power of God because the demons hate that. They don't want you to say anything. They just want you to think and agree with them that you're weak, that nobody loves you, everybody hates you. And when you come in agreement with that, you're embracing them and you're building a lifestyle with them of bitterness and resentment. Now, getting back to the spiritual bitter root, you got to understand that the Word of God says this, nothing defiled will get into heaven, and a bitter root defiles you. It defiles you. If you say, I'm a Christian today, and I have this bitter root towards this person, I hate them, I just wish them to die, all they do is always just keep pushing that soul scar in my life, and I just want to get rid of them. Well, the demons in that person is doing that to trigger your emotions, so you will die. 
And when you die, you see, now listen, now listen. See, he's attacking your body so you'll die, so you don't live a long life. Bitterness and resentments will shorten your life. And so when you die, where do you think you're going to go? You're going to go to heaven? No, you're going to go to hell. Because nothing defiled will make it to heaven. We've got to understand these principles, how Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Otherwise, we're just little lambs being slaughtered every day because we're ignorant of how the enemy comes to dominate your life. You see, when there's bitterness and resentment, then condemnation and worthlessness comes with that comes as a package you are being condemned daily you're feeling worthless i can't do anything right you start telling yourself i can't do anything right you hear somebody say you can't do anything and right you're always doing this what is wrong with you and then you start beating yourself up and you start telling yourself that You are now made a covenant with a demon of condemnation and worthlessness, and you are agreeing exactly what they're telling you what to say. Look at that. It went from bitterness to resentment. Now the condemnation and worthlessness, you made a covenant with them. You're agreeing with them. I am stupid. I am dumb. I'm ugly. I can't change what, how God made me. Oh, I'm mad at God because he didn't make me look like that person there. Many women today, I would say 90% of women today hate their bodies or hate something about their body. Could be the color of their eyes. Maybe it could be their legs. Maybe they think that their legs are chicken. They look like chicken legs. But you see, instead of saying, this is how I am, I'm going to do the best I can with this body. This is the card that's been dealt, you can say, and I'm going to do whatever I can to serve God through it. Na 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 na, Satan. Ha <laughs> ha on you. I'm going to do the best that I can do through Christ's power. And start loving yourself. How many women out there today can truly stand up and say that you love yourself? Not very many. Out of the millions of women today, most women hate themselves. So now that puts you into hating how God created you. Wow. Do you, do you see how this downhill that Satan is planning? And all he has to do is just feed it and feed it and feed it. And you just take that ball of rejection, that, of, of fear and doubt and unbelief, and you keep going with it. And so we started with bitterness and resentment. Now there's condemnation. There's re- worthlessness. And then his other buddy comes. Two more. Doubt. Unbelief. Fear. Those three demons hang out together constantly. Wherever fear is, doubt's there. Wherever doubt is, unbelief is there. You're embracing three demons if you're embracing fear. Folks, we must understand how the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy and dominate our lives. And after that doubt and unbelief, guess what? Two more buddies show up. 
the body of guilt, the demon of guilt and shame. They work with condemnation. So you feel guilty. I see this happen a lot. I see these demons use many women, many men, and and they have such a low self-esteem. Remember, they hate themselves. And so because they hate themselves, there and there's been behind that there's been severe severe rejection. And so they're out there always pleasing people, running to Johnny's house, running to Tom's house, running to mother's house, running to father's house, running to, you know, who knows house, constantly pleasing them, and they become expert pleasers. And, and they do an excellent job on what they do. But they're always doing this to get that attaboy. I just need one attaboy. Just just one attaboy that oh you did a wonderful job. I'm so this is great. I'm so proud of you. Good job. Thank you. And that lasts for a little bit. And then they're out there running the race course again, going from here to there to there, trying to get that attaboy. And this is where families suffer, spouses suffer, children suffer. Because the parents out there Going from one place to another place, trying to get that attaboy because there's so much guilt and shame, condemnation in their life, feelings of worthlessness, and they have bitterness and resentment, and it doesn't stop. And they keep on taking on more projects, more projects. They don't know how to say no. And then two more demons show up. To dominate your life. That's the demon of hate. Hating myself. I hate myself. The demon of rage. And murder. And anger. Those three demons hang out together. Wherever anger is. Rage will be there. Wherever rage is. Murder will be there. And then. The final demons that come to wrap this all up is the spirit of death and destruction. They got you so bound up inside that they're going to destroy your marriage, destroy your relationship with your co workers, destroy your business. To destroy your health where you just want to die. These are ways that demons dominate. And folks, this is a reality that I see in hundreds of Christians today. And they don't even understand why it's happening. You see, there's instructions on in the Word of God that tells us how to deal with these demons. First of all, it says, be strong in the Lord and in the mighty power of God. It says, stand fast in the liberty that Christ has set you free. So that means that we need to apply God's power in our life to speak it forth to the demonic. 
first rule is in Matthew chapter 6, and it states that you must forgive everyone who offends you, who trespass against you, who hurt you, who molested you, who raped you, who slandered you. You must forgive them. And so this law is in effect that if you forgive them, then you're free from the legal right that these demons have to you. You see, it says we're to stay free. And the only way I can stay free is to forgive those who hurt me, those who uh, offend me. I have to stay free. I have to stay free. I have to stand fast in my freedom. So this is why daily the devil comes to offend you, to hurt you, to bring up things of the past, to attack your emotions, to dominate you. But God's word says you're to stand fast in the liberty. How do you stand fast? By forgiving them daily. The word of God says in Ephesians chapter 4 that, that are you angry? Yes, I'm angry. Then don't sin. You be sure to forgive them before the sun goes down. If you don't, you have opened the door for the devil then. How many Christians today immediately forgive those who offend them, hurt them? And the instruction is plainly written in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 26 and 27. Are you angry? Yes, don't sin. See, the devil's trying to open the door there. He's trying to make things worse for you. He wants you to go to hell. He wants you to destroy your health. He wants you to destroy your business. He wants to destroy your relationship with Christ. And that's why he says, don't sin. But before the sun goes down, you forgive them. If you don't, then you give him place to the devil. And you know, he comes in at night and he starts tormenting you, condemning you. Getting you angry and mad. They said that to you? Right. You can get mad. You can go ahead and and think it in your mind how you're going to hurt them. Mm -hmm. Now, the devil is getting into the intent of your heart. And do you understand when we stand before God, we will be judged for the intent of our heart. Folks, I'm laying this out, how the demonic comes to steal, kill, and destroy. We must understand this. We must apply God's word where it says to forgive everyone who has emotionally, mentally, physically, verbally, sexually, spiritually abused me. If I don't, then God can't forgive me of my sins. Then that means, oh, when I said the prayer and went to, and, and went to uh, uh, get baptized, all that was for nothing because I can't forgive this person. I'm going to hell because God cannot forgive my sins because I am too stubborn and prideful. I'm not going to let it go. 
Now, many of you are out there right now listening. This is a now word for you. You're in a danger position. There's the demons that I talked about. Bitterness, resentment, condemnation, worthlessness, doubt, unbelief, fear, guilt, shame, hatred, rage, death, and destruction. Those are just a few. That's 13, folks, 13 demons in your life trolling you. And see, God gives us the word how to fight them. How do we do this? Stand fast. Galatians chapter 5, verse 1. You need to write that down. Stand fast in the liberty that Christ has set you free. He's forgiven you of your sins. Now, you don't go back to the temptation. Whatever the devil is trying to expose in your mind for you to do, you don't do it. You stand strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. You forgive everyone who has hurt you. And you do it before the sun goes down. So you close the door that the devil's trying to open up and to come and torment you. So he just doesn't stop there with you. He goes through the whole family bloodline. We need to hear this, especially on this day. That is a high and holy day, conjuring up, raising the power cone of demons to steal, kill, and destroy. We need to cast them out. If you need a deliverance, I would love to pray for you right now. I would love for you to call in at 515-602-9700. Three, four. Again, that's 515-602-9734. Amen. Folks, if you're just joining us, we're live here with Pastor Bill and Valerie French. Luke 14 Radio. And those lines are open right now. Call in. Press 1 on your keypad. I'll see you. And we'll bring you in here for prayer, deliverance. Call in tonight. Get set free. Don't keep these demons. It's time to make a demon homeless. Kick it out in Jesus' name. And we've been called to pray one for the other. And that's what we'll do for you tonight. Or you can hang on to these devils until they finish their job, which is to kill, steal, and destroy. Ultimately, the enemy wants you and I taken out in a body bag. And there are people that have been destroyed tonight. They needed deliverance. They never got it. What an opportunity you have right now to call in. There's not a lot of deliverance going on in this world. I'm here to tell you. Not enough deliverance going on in this country. I want to play something for you that's shocking. And I'm going to keep an eye on the uh, phone lines. That offer to call in is available right now. So call in. Here is a, a minister... And I want to uh, play this clip for you. Starve them. Stand by. How in the world men knocking up men mean so much to America that you will use your power to starve a baby, starve a woman because a country want to uphold God's law. Barack became president. He tried to force Africa. 
to accept same-sex marriages, and African government said, we don't allow that stuff here. And Barack sanctioned Africa. Well, Biden duplicated the same thing. Biden said the same thing, trying to force Africa, different countries of Africa, to accept same-sex marriages. And if those countries don't, he will sanction them. Starve them. Mm. How in the world men knocking up men mean so much to America that you will use your power to starve a baby, starve a woman? Because a country want to uphold God's law. Folks, this is going on. Why did I play this clip? It's vulgar, isn't it? But that's exactly what's going on in our country right now. Our State Department putting pressure on African countries to pass laws to allow homosexual marriage. Sodomy. You know, Aleister Crowley sodomized men and boys. And he taught others to do it to gain demonic power. One of the fastest ways to get demons is sodomize somebody, he taught This is being promoted in America. This is becoming the order of the day. Look at the sexual confusion going on in our land. And then you wonder why we're having the trouble that we're having. And it should not be. This along with a whole list of sins need to be called out. It's time for the church to preach holiness under the Lord and get back to doing what Jesus was doing. Casting out devils first thing listed of a list of those signs that will follow them that believe another mega church pastor I'm not going to mention his name had to step down he's under investigation multiple people came forward to allege sexual impropriety how is this going on folks I'm not surprised because deliverance is not being done in many churches when was the last time you heard a TV pastor or mega church preach on the sins that will cost you your soul over in 1 Corinthians 6, 9 through 11? Preaching on the sin of fornication, adultery, and homosexuality. When was the last time you heard a TV pastor or mega church call out the sin of abortion, the cold-blooded murder of babies? And we've got churches today even bragging that they have a great Halloween event going on. It was some years ago, Brother Bill, Sister Valerie, I remember this uh, church staff member, he died in a very big mega church. And uh, his epitaph was, well, we all knew that he suffered from some mental issues. They blamed it on chemical imbalance, depression. But he sure did head up a great Halloween program. I was like, what the heck's going on here? We got people out right now that should be here tuning in. They're taking kids trick-or-treating. Or they're out gallivanting, dressed up as witches. All types of wicked things going on right now in many parts of the, of the country. Not only in America, 
Halloween has been exported. We got people here in Bali that celebrated it last night. And what are we celebrating? Death? Because that's what demons do. They come to kill, steal, and destroy. How is any of that wholesome? What part of that is beneficial to you and I? And the world, well, I'm not surprised. They need Jesus. But I'm talking to people who call themselves believers in Christ. It says you're known by your fruits. Send be hot or cold, folks. Not lukewarm. Or Jesus Himself is going to spit us out of His mouth in the days ahead. It's time to make a, a it's time to make a decision. Are we going to stand with the Lord, go all in, return to God's standard, which is called holiness unto the Lord? Or not? Because if we're not, we're kidding ourselves. And those doors that we open up to demons, those demons only need to be invited one time. They will come in and they will bring their friends and they will destroy you if you give them the opportunity in all likelihood. Many people were destroyed just opening the door one time. And many of you know the truth. Yet we continue to fort with sin. You're playing Russian roulette with your soul. It's time to get set free. And there's some out there that are struggling. They say, you know, but I don't want to do these things, but I just, I'm bound up. Yes, you are. Call in. That's why we're here on the demon hotline to cast out demons so you can be free. If you're being tormented, harassed, and driven to do things that you know are wrong, or your mind is being assaulted by profane thoughts, and you say, where is that coming from? It's coming from the demon inside. It got in. Maybe what you watched on TV or that movie. Maybe the music. Maybe transference of spirits through sexual sin or alcohol or drugs or weed. They can come in a number of ways. Or contact with the occult. You know, celebrating Halloween is contact with the occult. It's witchcraft. It's rebellion to God. Don't take it lightly because God does not. We're not to bring the accursed thing in our home because it will bring a curse on you and your family these Halloween parties, the mask the jack-o'-lanterns Sister Valerie talked about at the beginning of this program this stuff is accursed and you don't want it in your home you don't want it on your child's face you don't want to dress up as these monsters as people do and witches and warlocks and homosexuals because you'll pick up the same demons ask a skinwalker they know very well what happens when you put on these coverings ask those in voodoo in Haiti in Benin, Togo, Africa the power of the mask what happens it transfers a demonic spirit right into you and we wonder why children are suiciding God forbid the church needs to stand up and preach the truth. If not them, who's going to do it? And if not you and I, who's going to do the job? Let's go to the phone lines. Uh, 954, you're first up. Welcome aboard, 954. 
Hello. What's your Hello. first name? Where are you calling from? Hey, Omega man. How you doing tonight? I know this name, Brother Jim's. Brother Jim's, you're on with Brother and Sister French. Yes. Uh, uh, first, I, I wanna I wanna say say something real quick. By eleven o'clock, that's when all demand experts start start coming into the land. But by, by twelve o'clock, the whole land will be filled with with evil spirit. And um, they uh, they the the reason why that, that that I'm calling uh last night I was praying, so my mind was falling asleep. What I was, what I was doing is spiritual warfare, and uh. Uh, and in my sleep, I have an evil spirit fronting on me. So when I'm saying, no, no, I don't quite uh, understand why I'm like, I would build that name of Jesus. But you know what I'm saying? I don't know, but, but they, they're doing that to me. If they cast something in me or or something doesn't seem right. You know what I mean? I, 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 I wonder that we're not saying we build that. That little go right, the the authority they they have in the name of Jesus Christ and Nazareth, Amen. Amen. And who is this, James? James. James. Okay, this is Pastor Bill. Yes. Glad you called in. Would you like me to pray for you? God bless you. Yes, sir. Okay. Let me ask you something. What's the uh, worst thing that's ever happened to you? Wow. Um, I, I was diagnosed with stage four can, can cancer. Okay, that was the worst. Um, and I'm saying, but by the grace of the Father, I'm in Jesus. I'm I'm healed. Amen. So, are you still carrying the cancer? Well, um, the the the, 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 the thing, thing is, um, I'm still sitting in in the process. As long as I was on stage, stage four, they, they gave me a lot of chemo, a lot of radiation. There's a lot of things they 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 they, they, they give me. It was right. heavy, and it's still taking on and, and pack on me, like drain me. You know what I'm saying? Like pull, um, got, got me all the time sleepy. Some so so sometimes it's 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 kind of hard for me to even get up out of the bed because because my 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 body still drained. So what I'm saying, no, um, my. My my number still not up where it's supposed to be as no as no normal. I have some 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 no some number is right, but some 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 number is not. So what I'm saying no no. If you if you, if you can talk, touch and that too, I will ha- highly appreciate. But I'm saying no. I, and, and at the same time, all the glory, the praise, honor go go, go to Jesus. But I I want to say thank 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 you for to to Barack Obama. I mean thank thank. Thank you for two Omega men be because uh because by, by by you guys come uh coming up in the the prayer line uh a lot of pastor praying for me uh helped me a lot. Wonderful, James. Let me ask you something. Uh, do you get prophetic dreams? Um, I do, and I'm saying no, no, no. I'm I'm not saying like uh. Like scare scare dream, but you know what I'm saying, you know, sometimes you know, uh uh I do do realize God uh they they live with certain dream to me. Okay. And, uh, some 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 sometimes I do have some dream like, Whoa, what was that? What does that mean? You know what I'm saying? I will be a good name in Jesus. Okay. You know I'm, I'm yes. like hey, Lord, he, 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 if if it's if it's from you, you give me the 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 way 
revolution beyond it. You know what I'm saying? You know, what, what does it mean? Et, 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 if it's not, I would be okay. Take it away from me. Name Jesus Christ. And I'll say it. Amen. Okay. Amen. Let me ask you something. Where's your anger? My anger? Yeah. Well, <clears throat> that's a good good question. So, so sometimes I say like this, I get mad. Some, sometimes, you know, I just, just, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I just get, get angry for no reason. You know what I mean? I don't really know, understand what to, to tell you on that because I don't have exactly why I get mad. Okay. Like, uh, so, so, so sometimes certain thing I want it to go certain way, it doesn't go that way. You know what I mean? I get upset for, for, for that, but, oh, uh, to, 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 to me, I think it was a part of normal, but when you ask me, it's like a light bulb or one of my head, like, uh, something probably won't. Yes. Now, let me ask you some. Who do you find in your life very hard? It's very hard to forgive. Um, let's see. The the person that uh very hard for me to forgive it's it's my aunt. Uh you know what I'm saying? I for you know, I, I for for forgive her over and over. And for some reason, I, you know, whatever she done to me, keep putting up my head, and also ask God to help me to for forgive her and take take it away from me. What 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 whatever the angry bitterness and forgiving that I have against her. But you know, what I'm saying no. After that, that's about it. You know, what I'm saying I um you know no 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 matter what anybody done done to me, I always for forgive them. Name of Jesus. So let me love you, man. What did she? What did she do to you? Yeah, I'm sorry. What did she? Oh, I, let's see. Where where do I begin? Uh, I was li- li- living in her house. She wasn't being nice to me. She told me out. She wanted me to keep and you know, get out of school. She always put me down. Well, uh, what else can I say? She well, you know, what I'm saying you. It wasn't nice. It was like, I'm not saying hell living in her house, but it wasn't really nice what she done to me. You know what I'm saying? Time and time, you know, the way she was treating me, they were talking to me. I have those, like, constantly playing in my head. That's, all, that's when I get mad. I say, like, Lord, after when I raise, I'm like, Lord, forgive her, bless her. They take it away from me for your honor and your glory. But, you know, it's like, uh, it's it like this. It, it's a, it, it's a bottle. You know what I'm saying? But, but what I keep repenting, I keep asking God to take it away from me. You know what I'm saying? No, I don't want. Uh, uh, I don't want it no more. Sure. Uh, get it uh, get out of me for for his take it out of me for his for his on his glory. That's his. I just got that down the cross from. Right. Because, you know what I'm saying? No penance so so suffering and, and torment. I'm saying I, I, I take Jesus Christ. You know what I'm saying? Thank, thank you for for nearly and and the course for his own as Jesus Christ. I pray, man. James, do you have the thoughts of suicide? Excuse me. Do you have thoughts of suicide? <laughs> You're not only one that's asked me that question. I will be that name, Jesus. That never. What's my mind? I'm not sure that I even thought about that before. That's not you're not only one asked me that that question before. Uh, nah, 
Okay. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? I have like a two or three, three doctors asked me the, the, the same question because when I was diagnosed with stage, stage four cancer and, and, and also my, my counselor was asking me the same question too. I thought I had to re you get them in Jesus, but you know what I'm saying? I don't think about killing myself. I love myself because, uh, uh, God said, you know what I'm saying? You shouldn't kill no one. If you kill, you know, God, man, God, man was creating his image and his likeness. He, 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 if you kill a man, you like to kill your, kill God. If, if I kill myself, it's like, a, you know, that's, that's a suicide. I mean, I'm being hit and get, uh, get a hell with full speed. So, you know what I'm saying? You know, I, I, I prefer living instead of dying in the name of Jesus. Okay. Well, just repeat after me, okay? Uh-huh. I, James. I, James. Declare this day unto heaven. The declare uh, is the in heaven that I forgive that I forgive everyone everyone and I speak this for myself and every part inside me I speak that to myself and every part inside me that I forgive Everyone who has that I forgive everyone who have emotionally, emotionally, mentally, mentally, physically, physically, verbally, verbally, sexually, sexually. And spiritually. And spiritually. Who has abused me? Who has uh, abusing me? I forgive them now. I forgive them now. I speak this for every part inside me. I, 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 I speak that to every part inside me. I want you to say, I renounce cancer. I renounce cancer. I renounce... Excuse me? I renounce the serpent. I renounce the, the serpent. I renounce the python. I renounce the python. I renounce and pull down these strongholds. I renounce and pull down the stronghold of rejection, of rejection, anger, anger, despair, despair, fear. What did you say here? Fear. Oh, fear. Abuse. Abuse. And self-hatred. And self-hatred. I pull down these strongholds now. I pull down the stronghold now. And I command. And I command. By the authority of Jesus Christ. By the authority of Jesus Christ. You cancer. 
You cancer. You sickness. You sickness. You disease. You disease. You demon. You demon. I bind you with a threefold cord. I bind you with a threefold cord. I bind anger, rage, and murder. Now, I'm going to speak now. I bind anger, rage, and murder. I bind fear, oh. death, and unbelief. I bind you with the three, four. You, you're going to let him go. You're going to let James go. You're going to let him go. Well, the part has forgiven. You have to come out now. I cancel legal right now. You come out of his belly. You come out of his organs. And you go to the pet. Up and out, up and out, up and out, up and out, all the way out, all the way out. Come out now in Jesus Christ's mighty name. All the way out, all the way out, all the way out, all the way out. Go to the pit. I bind you and everything under your kingdom as one. Come out, come out, come out. All the way up, all the way up, all the way out. Up and out, up and out, up and out. Go to the pit, up and out. Get out. Up and out. Up and out. Get out. Up and out. You come out of every part. You come out of the deepest, darkest areas of his heart now. All the way out. All the way out. Come out of his kidneys. Come out of his kidneys. Come out of his kidneys now. Out. Up and out. Up and out. Up and out. Up and out. Come out of his kidneys. Come out of his kidneys. Come out of its kidneys. Do not resist the power of the Holy Spirit. Get up and out, up and out, up and out, up and out. Come out of his kidneys now. In Jesus Christ's mighty name. Come out of the, come out of his right kidney. Come out of his left kidney now. All the way out. All the way out. All the way out. All the way out. You come off of his back. Uncoil yourself from his back. Uncoil yourself from his back now in Jesus' name. Uncoil yourself. You spent you python and coil yourself now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I cancel that assignment of stealing, killing, destroying. I bind stealing. I bind killing and destroying. I command you up and out. Come out of him now. Come out of his body. Come out of the marrow of his bones now. I divide you out from soul and spirit. I divide you out from joint and marrow. Get up and out, 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 up and out. Come out of him now. Come off of his back. Come off of his back. Get off of his back now. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I command you get off of his back now. Go. In Jesus Christ's mighty name. James, tell me what's going on. Um, uh, my two, two, two's, it, it's hurting. And, uh, uh, I just re remember I was diagnosed with stage four cancer and, and my sleep by dragon. And I'm always having, uh, like dream about snake. Okay. Uh, so. so I want you to say I, re the, I renounced the dragon. I renounce the red dragon. I renounce the red dragon. I renounce Satan. I renounce Satan. And I speak and this evil walk. And I speak this for myself. I speak this. I speak this for myself. For myself and every part inside me. For myself and every part inside me.
Satan, I bind you with the threefold cord. You serpent, I bind you with the threefold cord. Get up and face me. Get up and face me, Satan. Get up. Get up and face me, Satan. Get up. Get up. You're going to let this man go. You're going to let him go. going to let him go. You let him go. What have you done to this man? Satan, get up and face me. What have you done to this man? Get up and face me, you coward. Get up and face me. Get up. I call you out by name, Satan. Get up and face me. What have you done to him? Bind you with a threefold cord. Loose fire on you. I command the angel of the Lord to smite you now in Jesus Christ's mighty name. You're going to let him go. You let him go. Now, James, you said something was hurting and, and the phone cut out. I couldn't hear what was hurting you. Where's that pain? Yeah, um, um my, my tooth, tooth and, um, uh, my, my tooth and it, it's hurting me just a little bit. Okay, your tooth in your mouth? Yeah. Okay, so in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I bind that tooth from hurting now. I can infection right now you demon whatever is causing this to happen in his life i command you to come out of that tooth right now you come out of his mouth come out of his mouth come out of the tooth now and go to the pit go to the pit i command the pain to go in jesus christ's mighty name come up and out and go to the pit now up and out up and out you cancer you infirmity you sickness you disease bind you with the threefold cord i cancel your assignment to steal kill and destroy up and out come out now and go to the pit all the way out 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 come out of his mouth come out of his feet now in jesus christ's name all the way out all the way out all the way out all the way out go to the pit go to the pit come up all the way out up and 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 out all the way out in jesus christ's mighty name up and out up and out up and out come out of his stomach Uncoil yourself and come out of his stomach now. Uncoil yourself and, and come out of his stomach now. All the way out. All the way out. There it goes. All the way out. All the way out. Uncoil. 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 Come out of him now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. All the way out. Go to the pit. Go to the pit. Go to the pit. Go to the pit. All the way out. Up and out. Now, those listeners all around the world, let's let's say this together as corporately. We the people of God. We the people of God. Command you. Command you. Satan. Satan. And everything that's been bound to you as one. Everything bound to you as one. Come out of a James now. Come out of James now. And come out of every part of him now. Come out of every part of him and now. And go to the pit now. Go to the pit now. Go now. Go. 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 Come up and out. All the way 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 out. I command the curses to be broken now in Jesus Christ's mighty name. Going back 25 generations, all the way back to Adam and Eve, to 
bloodline and his future generations. I command that cancer to die. I command every cell of that cancer to die right now in Jesus Christ's mighty name. I speak life to your body. I command your body to line up to the word of God and be healed now. I loose your tongue. I loose your tongue. I loose your tongue for being bound and speaking God's word. I loose your tongue now from being bound in Jesus Christ's mighty name. And I call forth the utterance of the prophetic to be spoken out of your mouth in Jesus Christ's mighty name. Amen. 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 Thank you. Touch and I agree in Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord. So Thank how you, are you Lord. feeling, James? Uh, fe- uh, feeling a uh, li- little bit di- dizzy. But you know what I'm saying, no, no, a uh, lot, lot better than what I was. I command that dizziness leave you now. I command the dizziness to leave you now. I call you out by name, dizziness. Up and out now. Come out. Come out of James now in Jesus Christ's mighty name. Up and out. Up and out, uncoil yourself, uncoil yourself, uncoil yourself now. In Jesus Christ's mighty name, up and out, up and out, up and out, up and out. I loose you from that dizziness now. In Jesus Christ's mighty name, I command your body to line up to the word of God and be healed now. James, be healed now. Yes, in Jesus Christ's mighty name, amen. amen. James, I thank you for calling in. Amen. Thank you, Brother Jims. Let's go next to 708 and 337. 708, welcome aboard. You need prayer tonight? 708? Okay, we'll come back. I didn't see your hand raised, but I thought I would ask anyway. Okay, let's go to 337. 337, welcome aboard. What's your first name? Where are you calling from? Dustin from Lake Charles, Louisiana. Hey, Dustin, welcome aboard. You're on with Brother Bill and Sister Valerie. Hello, I'm calling for prayer tonight because recently, within the last four or so days, I've been attacked with extreme confusion over my mind, uh, confusion and forgetfulness. And it's affected my work. I had to call into work and take days off. And I'm believing it's through a witchcraft attack, possibly. And I also believe that I caused the door, like a door to be open through rebellion recently. Because two days before this began, I just was like I was hit with rebellion. And I ended up drinking one night. I masturbated. And I took an herbal substance that treats pain that I know I was not supposed to. And so after that, the next morning or two, I heard the words confusion twice. And uh, ever since then, I've just been battling strong confusion. Now, prior to that happening, I fasted. I did a four-day water fast to try to break this off and just renew my commitment to Christ and all that. And I even uh, woke up in the midnight hours to pray an hour or so, and I would pray an hour or so in the morning, but I'm still struggling, and I'm still tormented by this extreme confusion, and that's what I'm calling about prayer for. <laughs> well, Dustin, I'm glad you called in tonight. That's what we're here for, my friend. Welcome aboard. Brother Bill, Sister Valerie, meet Brother Dustin. 
Is it Dustin? Yes, I think it That's was correct. Dustin. Wonderful. I'm so glad you called in, Dustin. But what are you angry at? that I was angry. That's not the first thought would come to my mind. It would, would be any anger, anger issues. <sighs> what are you sad about? What am I sad about? I, I think I'm, I've been frustrated lately about my walk with God because I've had some setbacks uh, trying to get started uh, getting involved in my church and it's been a real struggle for me to <clears throat> just get out and get involved with the church community and uh, I believe that is rooted in my bringing up by my parents and how I was raised and it's been a struggle for me because I've isolated myself for a while and I've been going through a cycle of trying to overcome these obstacles on my own and I know that I'm supposed to be with a community of believers. It's you're not supposed to do life alone and there's no such thing as a secret Christian. Nor do I even want to be a secret Christian. And uh I've had some frustration issues with that. Uh, and that's uh, if you supposed to say I was sad about anything, that's one thing that I've been down about because I've been out of this well, I know it, and I've been trying to get back, and it's been a whole struggle. Dustin? Yeah. There's, there's, there's anger there. There's a rejection there. There's despair there. And I just don't think you're in touch with those feelings, those emotions, because you're, you're, you described that um, there was a rebellion where rebellion is. There's witchcraft. There's pride. Uh, masturbation, that uh, has to do with anger and unresolved conflict in your life. And so these feelings, these emotions are there. And they've been repeating in your life over and over again. And so we need to get to the root of this. Let's start pulling down some strongholds. So I want you to say in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I renounce rejection. I renounce rejection. And I forgive everyone who has rejected me. And I forgive everyone who has rejected me. I speak that for myself and every part inside me. I speak that for myself and every part inside me. I renounce anger. I renounce anger. And I forgive those who have emotionally and mentally and verbally abused me. And I forgive those who have emotionally and verbally abused me. And mentally. And mentally. 
I pull down this anger now. I pull down this anger now. I renounce fear. I renounce fear. And despair. And despair. And I forgive those who have physically and I forgive those who have physically spiritually spiritually and sexually abused me and sexually abused me I forgive them now I forgive them now and I speak that for myself and every part inside me and I'll speak that for myself and every part inside me. You have a broken heart. I pull down abuse. I pull down abuse. I want you to say, I renounce. I pulled I renounce abuse. I renounce abuse. I renounce self hatred. I renounce self hatred. And I pulled down abuse and self hatred. And I pulled down abuse and self hatred. Now. Now. In Jesus Christ's mighty name. In Jesus Christ's mighty name. And I choose this day under heaven. And I choose this day under heaven. To forgive myself. To forgive myself. In Jesus Christ's mighty name. In Jesus Christ's mighty name. Now, let me pray for you. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I come against this broken heart that Dustin has. And I command and I bind sorrow in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I bind rejection in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I bind severe rejection in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I bind you now and everything under your kingdom as one with the threefold cord. Now, let me ask you something, uh, Dustin. Uh, do you know when you were conceived, you were conceived with your parents being married, or were was it out of wedlock? Um, they were married, but God revealed to me uh, later on in life that I was an unwanted pregnancy. So that was rejection from the womb, I believe, that I received on that one. Okay. So I want you to say this. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ... In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I break. I break the curse of uh, abandonment. I break the curse of abandonment, rejection, 
rejection. I break the curse of a bastard in Jesus Christ's mighty name. I break the curse of a bastard in Jesus Christ's mighty name. I break it off myself and every part inside me. I break it off of myself and every part inside me. And I command it to leave me now. And I command it to leave me now. So in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I I bind abandonment. I bind rejection. I bind self-rejection. I bind sorrow with the threefold cord. Satan, you will let him go. You will let Dustin go. Come out of him now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. All those (laughs) now break him in Jesus Christ's mighty name. You came in, you infirmity, you sickness, you disease. Come out of him now. Go to the pit. Go to the pit. Go to the pit. Go to the pit. Go to the pit now in Jesus Christ's mighty name. All the way out. All the way out. All the way out. Get up. Get up. Way out. All the way out. All the way out. Get up. Get up. Get up. My name of Jesus. All the way out. I break up the curses now. In Jesus generation to Adam and Eve, to his generation. Sorrow, you come out of his heart. Sorrow, you come out of his heart. Sorrow, come out of his heart. And yourself heart. Come on! In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. All the way out. 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 Go to the pit. Go straight to the pit. Don't you ever come back to him again. In Jesus Christ's mighty name. All the way out. All the way out. All the way out. All the way out. Up and 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 out. Get up. Who's there? Who's there? Who's there? I rightly divide you out from soul and spirit. I rightly divide you out from joint and marrow. Get up and face me. Who are you? Who's there? I speak healing to Dustin's mind. I command right now confusion be bound with a threefold cord. That assignment still kill and destroy his mind. I cancel it now. I command Dustin's mind to line up to the word of God and be healed now in Jesus Christ's mighty name. Amen. I agree. 
Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor. Well, what's going on with you right now? I feel a lot more lighter, a lot more peaceful on the inside. Amen. Dustin, repeat Amen. after me. Say, I renounce Satan and all of his evil works. I renounce Satan and all of his evil works. Say, Lord Jesus, forgive my parents and ancestors. Lord Jesus, forgive my parents and ancestors. For any sins that they've committed. For any sins that they have committed. That brought a curse on me. That brought a curse on me. Now say this. Say, Satan, I hate you. And I hate your demons. Satan, I hate you and I hate your demons. And I command you to get out of my house now. And I command you to get out of my house now in the name of Jesus. So I close the door to you once and for all. I close the door to you once and for all. Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. And I want all demons to go right now. I want all demons to go right now. All right, take another deep breath. Let's go. Keep coming out. Every unclean spirit that the Lord Jesus wants out tonight, manifest and go. Let's go move. Father God, we stand in the gap. Forgive the sins of the ancestors. We close the door to every generational spirit right now. We break that curse and loose you right now from every generational curse and familiar spirit. Now come out. Come out. All rejection from your father. Come out right now. All loneliness and abandonment. Come out now. In the name of Jesus. Loose them. Let's go. Spirit wife. I rebuke you. Come out. All succubus. Come out. Loose them. Come out. We rebuke you in Jesus' name. We got two or three here gathered in Jesus' name. That's all we need, demon. For Jesus to be here. Come out right now. Look at the Lord Jesus as you're coming out. Let's go move. Let's go move. Every spirit of sexual fantasy, occult mind control, we break your power. Come out right now. Loose him. Come out of his fingers. Come out of his eye gate. We break your power. Come out in Jesus' name. Move. Let's go move. All fear. Come out at the root. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Let's go move. Dustin has made a decision for Jesus. You've got to go, demon. He's going to submit to God. He's resisting you right now. You've got to flee. Now come out in the mighty name of Jesus. Let's go. We bind your strong men. We bind every demon inside. Command them to manifest and come out. In the name of Jesus Christ, we loose the angels of God to pull swords. Surround you right now, angels of God, in Jesus' name. Take the swords and begin to stab these demons. Attack in Jesus' name. Push them up and out. Father God, loose civil war in the camp. Have the demons attack the strong man. Strong man, attack your demons. Come out. You're divided. Come out in Jesus' name. Let's go. Come on, come on. Take it over, Sister Valerie. Let's go. Come on out right now. In the name of Jesus. Yes, ma'am. Go ahead. Get out. Get out. Get out of Dustin. Get out of Dustin. Right now, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Dustin, ask, I want you to ask forgiveness for 
Repeat that again. You cut it out. Can you repeat that, please? To ask the Lord to forgive you for drinking. Lord, forgive me for drinking. I repent and renounce it in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father God. You cleanse him in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. And renounce the sexual sin that you did with yourself. Yes, I've been in and out of all sexual sins that I've ever been involved with, including masturbation and under Jesus Christ. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. Demon, he's renounced it, and now you have no more legal right with him. Now come out. Get out of Dustin. Get out. <coughs> Get out. Christ. I command you to come out of Destin. Don't hurt any human part. You get out. Get out of him now. Go to the pit. <coughs> Cleanse all parts of him inside, Lord, in Jesus' name. Yes, Lord. <coughs> Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Shannon? I agree. Every spirit Jesus wants out tonight, manifest and go. Loose them in the name of Jesus. Father God, fill every void as these spirits come out, even after this phone call, with the Holy Spirit of God, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Now, brother, Jesus gave you some deliverance tonight. Say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Now, 1 John 1, nine says, if we confess our sin, which you've done tonight, he is faithful, it's talking about Jesus, to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Now, that's what it means. Confess the sins, you're sorry for them, he forgives us. Now, go and sin no more. And if you feel the enemy tempting you in these areas, you start using your authority. You rebuke it in Jesus' name. Same time, the Word of God says, submit to God, resist the devil, the devil's going to flee. So you can win this battle, sticking with Jesus. Uh, but we've got to also remember yeah. not to give place to the enemy. So you need to go through your house tonight. If you got any alcohol, cigarettes, porn, weed, pills, things like that, get them out. They're accursed. And you don't want accursed objects in your house. I was just reading uh, earlier today over in the book of Joshua, chapter 6, verse 18. It says, And ye, in any wise, keep yourself from the accursed thing, lest ye make yourselves accursed, when ye take of the accursed thing and make the camp of Israel accursed and trouble it. Now, when you read in the King James Bible where you see ye, that's plural. Thee, thy, and thou are singular. And the reason for that is when the Bible was translated in English out of Greek and Hebrew, every word could be plural or singular. So the only way we're going to know is to have some of those extra pronouns. So I wish I was taught that early on. I just thought, man, this seems archaic, but there's a reason for it. So when it's saying ye here, that's talking about all of us. It's time to take a spiritual inventory of our houses. So Dustin... 
pray and say, God, show me what's in my house right now, my apartment, wherever you live, that doesn't belong here. And you get out, get it out of the house and ask the Lord to forgive you for bringing it in. And then you simply say, I break any curse on this house and I command the demons that came in with these items to get out in Jesus' name. It's that simple. And then you remain sober, vigilant, okay? Because remember, Satan is seeking for your soul and mine. He wants to drag you to hell, brother, in a body bag and me too. He's a killer. So don't give him a means to do his job. You resist him, and he's going to hit the road. And I encourage you to get a King James Bible, or at least play one in your house till you can get one if you don't have one, and begin to read it. Every day, I'm forcing myself to read it. My flesh doesn't want to read. But we've got to crucify the flesh and cast out devils. You crucify your flesh by reading God's Word. Now, what part of the country are you in? What city do you live in? Lake Charles, Louisiana. Okay. Louisiana. Well, I don't know that area well, but you pray and ask God to show you a church that you can go to. And get out there. Don't look for a mega church. Most of them are not preaching the truth, unfortunately. And God's not impressed by the size of the church. Don't ever forget straight is the gate and narrow is the way, and few be that enter therein. Most of what's being preached in the mainstream is not holiness unto the Lord and is causing people to be ill-prepared for what is coming. Warn the saints is coming, my friend, and it's time to go hot for Jesus now. We repent of our sins. We submit to God. Get in His Word. Begin to pray every day. You did a great job fasting. You should continue that as God leads you. Some demons come out only with prayer and fasting. I need to do some of it myself. So you've you've already got that to your credit. But don't quit. Okay? Thank you for calling in. Tonight was round one. I want you to call in again. Yes, sir. Thank you all. Thank you, Dustin. Thank you all for your time and your love. Thank you. I listen to you all regularly. Y'all have a blessed night. Dustin, it took a lot of courage to call in. Yes. God took note of that tonight. He has wiped that slate clean. Now, if you've got any of that stuff there, get it out and go and serve Jesus. And call in again, and we'll go round two. Let's see if we have any more calls. Folks, last opportunity. If you want prayer, get in now. I've only got 18 minutes left, and the phone lines will shut itself down. If you want prayer, 515-602-9734. There's no shame saying you need help or calling in. Those are the smart ones that do. The only shame is that deliverance is free for the body of Christ. It's the children's bread, and people are not partaking of it. Yet so many of us need it. Oh boy, Brother Bill, Sister Valerie, if only we had had deliverance growing up in my church. Yeah. Yeah. I never saw it. But I'll tell you what, I saw the effects of people who were taken out by demons, some even years later, fell away. Some fell into heinous sins. And you say, what happened? What happened is they had demons inside that never got challenged or cast out. That's the sad part. 
and the in in the end the the demons were ticking time bombs like with this pastor who's under investigation right now in all likelihood another example of why churches must be doing deliverance from the top down because if they're not those demons are waiting and they don't care how long they got to wait they may wait till you're at the top of the ministry and then they take you out that's right how many times have we seen this it should not have been and we see it in a lot of Pentecostal churches that I grew up in we should know better but the problem is the sad part is usually there's a common denominator they didn't do deliverance they didn't believe a Christian could have a demon oh boy well that tells me you never cast out a demon I think it becomes pretty obvious that a Christian can have a demon once you begin to do deliverance ministry would you all agree that's right that's right most of the people I prayed for were Christians come on Everybody can have their demons. Some were born with demons. They came in the bloodline. They're in our family as a result of generational sins and curses that it will bring. I had a generational curse in my own family. And I grew up with both grandfathers, pastors. I mean, I had a a head start. If anybody had a head start. Both my grandfather's pastor, my father was... Uh, was licensed also to preach. He did for a time. My great uncle also went full-time for the Lord, same time my granddad did. Spent almost 60 years in the service of God. We were surrounded by church. I went to church Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. They even had church open Friday night for the hardcore prayer intercessors, but I didn't intend that. But I'm just saying Yet, I had a generational curse. I was depressed, had mood swings. On one hand, things are going great with the business God gave me. I had a good life. Yet, I would have this darkness, this heaviness descend on me over the weekend especially on Sundays for some reason. And I would get depressed, heaviness. I tried to bear myself and work. But there was something tormenting me. There was something unbeknownst to me that had come in generationally several decades before. And it came in through a great-grandfather on my dad's side who, number one, got involved in Freemasonry became a master mason less than two years before his premature death at 52 he divorced his wife committed adultery and we saw the we saw divorce adultery come down my family line five generations and that's bad enough but the killer was Freemasonry it's witchcraft. It unleashed a generational curse and it killed my great granddaddy, killed my grandfather and my father and it was coming to kill me and my brother. Now my my grandfather, my father nor I were in Freemasonry but it didn't matter. That familiar spirit had been unleashed and nobody 
got rid of it. And it began to kill people prematurely. 52, 58, 57. You know, I'll be 54 next month. And I thought, dear God, I hope I broke it. If not, I could go like my grandfather, great-grandfather at 52. Well, I lived it. We broke that curse in the name of Jesus. Praise God. Confessing the sins of the forefathers and our own sins, asking God to forgive us, standing on Galatians 3.13, Jesus Christ became a curse on the tree. And having repented of those sins, we broke that curse in Jesus' name, commanded the demons to go. And that started our deliverance. And I can tell you, uh, it saved my life. It can save yours too. Demons can come through the bloodlines, folks. You can be born with a legion of demons, as one worldly once said. Not your fault. But that's why we got a lot of the trouble we've got today. Sins of the fathers and ancestors that were never dealt with. And those demons will try to get you and I to fall in the same trap, commit the same sins, so they can renew that curse and keep it just going. Like a stone going down a hill, gathering momentum, running over people, taking people out in body bags. And that's what the enemy will try to do. He'd already successfully killed three people. I had to bury my father and my grandfather. No joke. And he was coming after me and my brother. And then the Lord spoke to me in a dream. You and your brother Damon have a generational curse you need to break. And that was a breakthrough. I cried to the Lord. He heard my cry. And he told me what the problem was. But now it was up to me to take action. It's up to you to take action. We can only do our part and open the lines and offer you an opportunity to get some prayer. But if you don't pick up the line and call in, you're not going to get the help that you need today. I hope it comes another day. I hope it comes before it's too late. Some of you may wait too late to stand in the gap for a child and suicide takes him out in a body bag. It's too late at that point. Somebody should have stood in the gap for Matthew Perry. He died in the jacuzzi. Mm-hmm. Cause unknown. We don't know. He was 54. I can think of others who have died in the jacuzzi recently. Celebrities. Or taken out by demons that were tormenting him. And duped him into thinking, well, if you end your life now, the pain will stop. Well, they were tricked. The pain has just begun. And it's not going to stop now. The devil's got him. We've got till the spirit leaves our body to repent of sin. Because when the spirit leaves, it's over with. It's like, put your pencils down, the test is over. Pass your paper to the for- to the front. Folks, it's time to get delivered. It's time to get set free. And it's time to go all in for Jesus and help others. Brother Bill and Sister Valerie, thank you for calling in tonight. And uh, what shall we call tonight's message for the archive? Demons dominate Ooh. your life. Okay, that's a good one. Why, why demons dominate yeah. your life? Excellent. Why, yeah. Yes. I also want you to tell people... I'm sorry, go ahead. I said, praise the Lord. Tell people about Luke 418 Radio. For those that have not experienced 
Luke 4.18 radio. What is it? Where do they tune in and how can they support it? Amen. Well, folks, you can go to Luke418radio.com. And uh, we are a 24-hour music station and podcast. And anytime or anywhere where you're at, you can just tune right in. You can download the app of the Luke 418 radio app. And uh, we are always promoting Jesus, pointing the way, the truth, and the life. We are a deliverance ministry. And we also have anointed Christian music wherever you are at. The music that's being played will change the atmosphere and push back the darkness and bring in the light. So tune in daily to Luke418radio.com. You can go to the homepage and click on giving. Thank you. Fantastic. Um, before we close, could you pray for me? I'm under a uh, viral attack. As you can probably hear, my throat has been burning for about 10 days. I had a cold or something. And uh, I have a sinus infection that's really ramped up in the last 24 hours. I could use some prayer. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I command your body to line up to the word of God and be healed now. I command you demon, you infirmity, you sickness, you disease. I command you to let go of Shannon now. You will let go of his body. I command you to come out of that body. I command right now the body to line up to the word of God and be healed, be strengthened. Father God, you be glorified by the stripes of Jesus Christ. You paid for the price for his healing and so we come to collect now and we declare that his, your body be healed now that infection come out in Jesus name and go to the pit and we seal your body now with God's love and his peace and his joy and his blood come out of him now come out of the throat come out of the sinuses now in jesus Christ's mighty name i loose your sinuses right now to, to start removing all the fluid out of there now and i command right now your your air passages to open up and to breathe properly i command whatever's attacking your throat i command it to stop now in jesus name i loose you from that attack i loose you from that infection now I command it to leave your body now in Jesus Christ's mighty name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. I receive that. Praise the Lord. It's awesome to be able to get prayer, folks. Um, Brother Bill and Sister Valerie, if someone wants to email you, what's your email address? Luke418radio at gmail.com. Also, you have an app available, is that correct? Yes, you go to your app store and just uh, look for Luke 418 Radio Network. Download it today. Sister Valerie, you want to close us in prayer? Thank you, Lord Jesus. You do awesome things, awesome miracles, and you're in the business of restoration to your people, Father God. We love you, Lord. Thank you for being with us tonight. Thank you for blessing your children in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Love you both. We love you. Love you too. Have a great night over there, and uh, I'll meet you over at Kane's Chicken here in a few minutes. Hey, I'll meet you there. (laughs) Bye. Hey. God bless you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Folks, I wish I was going to Kane's Chicken. Oh, man. 
Raisin Cane's Chicken, Chicken Strips, French Fries, Coleslaw and Texas Toast, Dip, and uh, Iced Tea or Lemonade or Coke. Okay, folks. I'm on my diet. I can't do it. Um, Love you all. Thank you for tuning in. Check out the archives. I've got the programs we've done earlier today already up there. Have four or five of the reloaded shows loaded there for you, too. Help yourself. God bless you all. See you next time. OmegaManRadio.com